All right. Welcome to That Metal Podcast, episode 124. I'm Wolfman Dave. And I'm Gonzo. Hey, what's up, bro? How's it going, brother? It's been another minute, man. Um, What episode is this? 124. 124, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. So people are wondering, what is this episode about? It's a smorgasbord. Uh, It's a bunch of stuff we're going to talk about. Um, The uh, Stranger Stranger Things fans who discovered Metallica. We got some gateway bands for you. Um, things we think you should be fucking listening to. That's another topic. Most yeah, that's that's basically the main the main stuff, right? Yeah, that's we have the... other. Uh, we have other main bullshit that we're gonna talk about that I think people will enjoy though, because it's kind of yeah. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of yeah, a lot of controversies, a lot of yeah. drama going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> So one thing I wanted to point out again, this is a podcast by metalheads for metalheads. So just remember that. And uh, we're actually going to be playing a song uh, later of some things of one of the bands we think you should be listening to. You might enjoy because um, I, I, I actually wanted to be more like um, share more music than usual because before I, we just talk about it, but I don't actually share um, the actual music itself. And I know some people are, let's just, let's just say it. They're not motivated to go look on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good so, word. <laughs> yeah. So I'll just go ahead and show it, you know. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll uh, display it to you on a we'll ladder for, for easy consumption. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So nice. first things first, right? Anything new? What have you been listening to lately? Um. Yeah, I've been going down the... Uh, death metal rabbit hole i've just been listening to a lot of different um bands that have been around um for the most part but just like i don't i guess they were not in my normal rotation so um i actually been going through the uh the hecate enthroned um discography hell yeah uh just kind of i don't know i don't know why i just been wanting to listen to some straight up fucking death metal you know they're Um, they're a good alternative to cradle of filth for some people you know mm mm-hmm and oh yeah, yeah. so Hecate enthroned or enthroned a uh, Hecate okay yeah well like yeah and so I've been doing that uh been listening to a lot of those uh been listening to some Flesh God Apocalypse um which yes. kind of that interest kind of stemmed from another band I'll mention earlier uh with the whole I guess that whole the swelling theatrical um stuff you know mm. where there's a lot of symphony uh going on with the metal yeah i um, actually so got been, to see uh, uh-huh. God. nice uh, they opened up uh for hypocrisy a few years ago fucking day um yeah. so i've been doing that it's just you know the, the, the wall of noise that they create is fucking mm-hmm. awesome um for like more like black metalists you know like boat whore been doing a lot of that lately um just yeah i don't know i've just been going through like a lot of these established bands as far as other bands um been checking out those singles from the halo effect which is uh, really nice yes um i'm Next i'm excited week, huh? it's uh, yeah i'm excited for this one um especially you know fresh off of the last uh dark tranquility release uh what was it um moments or what was it called um bad with titles uh, but it's uh yeah, the think. last one the last one they did the I'm latest the yeah i'm getting the title real quick it's bothering me oh uh, yeah a moment yeah um okay so that after you know fresh off the heels of that album which i really liked um 
I yeah, I'm pretty excited for this. It sounds really good. So what is this? What do you think this means for Dark Tranquility though? Because Michael Stan is is uh, the Halo effect, you know, and uh, you know, are they taking a break? Um, it would sound like that, I guess, right? Because we haven't really heard anything as far as Dark Tranquility is concerned. Yeah. We're hearing all these fucking concerts and touring right. and all this, and yeah. it also heard awesome. Jesper Stromblin, the guitarist, which is from In Flames. Yeah, he's taking a hiatus from the band to clean up and, uh, uh, I guess, uh, uh, what do you call it? Go into rehab. Oh, for alcohol. Good for him. So yeah, and I, mean, uh, I love booze, but. Too much of anything, you know? yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's good for him, man. That he's even just for to just acknowledge it and just say, Hey, you know what? I'm gonna go clean up, yeah, that's, that's great. That is good. Um, that's that's tough. I, I definitely don't have that yeah. willpower, <laughs> at least not right now. Um, but yeah, yeah. and then another um a band I was listening to, so they're not, I mean, they're metal, I guess, mm-hmm. um, but they're more like in the hardcore, okay side of things like like that or that post hardcore shit you know that whole movement that we had in the early 2000s right so i was i like that stuff i don't like it now <laughs> per se but during that era i'd like that well, we, stuff i we did. didn't know any better that's why uh, you know yeah. it was you know it was a bunch of kids screaming you know right like, they all came up on stage with their fucking polo shirts and fucking dickies and <laughs> played yeah. a bunch of fucking <laughs> weird ass time shirt. signature yeah, shit dude. <laughs> but um yeah but anyways so there's this band called every time i die okay yeah and so they have they're they're a mixed bag like uh, so the earlier like the earlier albums i thought were okay there but there were some that were kind of eh. mm-hmm. um but they released an album not too long ago i want to say about a month ago called radical okay and the cover fucking grabbed me because the cover is very 80s it's fucking Ooh. pink background and it's got like it looks like a if you look it up it looks like a fucking trapper keeper it looks fucking cool. It looks almost like the monstrosity cover. You ever seen that cover? Yeah. It's like a bunch of fucking planets and shit. It looks like that. Like, is this really? Oh, sweet? I got you. Really colorful. Anyways, it, I was like, this oh, is totally retro, man. That's cool, right? I was like, oh, it's yeah. a really cool cover. Um, and I'm like, ah, you know, I used to like those guys. Let me see what the fuck they sound like. Yeah. <laughs> so I listened to the album, and you know what? I like this album um a lot. I've already heard it several times. I, you know, it wasn't like a grower. Like I immediately acclimated to it. I was like, oh, okay. It is definitely not like, you know, it's that's hardcore. It's hardcore rock or hardcore yeah. rock or whatever you want to call it. And so, you know, it's got the throaty screaming and whatever, but it's not inaccessible. It's not overly complex or anything. Um, It's got a lot of fucking in-your-face lyrics. So a lot of, you know, it's definitely not safe for work music. But it's got a lot of <laughs> punk elements, which, of course, kind of goes with that whole hardcore scene. Sure. So it's got like a lot of the punk beats and, you know, the the bass licks and drums and whatnot Ooh. uh but yeah i i it's it's really it's a really neat album i really really enjoy it um we got titles like people shit <laughs> so you know um but uh, with that being said though it, it it's pretty cool um yeah. i recommend it if uh, you want to get it kind of out of if you're feeling you're in a rut which is kind of where i was when i picked this album up. yes then i'll i'll listen to it because i've been yeah, it, yeah it's 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 a good time dude um and I checked out that last album that or the one that came out from James Debris as well, Beautiful Shade of Grey. It's all right. Um, I like some of his solo stuff, but not all of it. Um, the last album, but I don't know if it was the last album he did, but the album that I liked that James Debris did was called um uh, Impertinent Resonance. I think that album's pretty cool. It's mm-hmm. got a little more, it's a little heavier. Yeah. Um, the Beautiful Shade of Grey is very um 
it's not heavy like almost at all is it like hard rock i guess in i mean hard with quotations right <laughs> um but it's james Abri. i mean if you like his style of singing you know that, that that's 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 kind of what you know me i like dream theater and all that so that's kind of yeah. a easy low cost of admission for me but uh so i i checked that out as well um Oh, I also went back and listened to uh, some Today's the Day. Ever heard them? No shit. Today's the day. Yeah. They're, fucking they're, old sludge. Oh, sort of. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're old, dude. Uh, they're yeah. fucking weird. Um, very, like, uh, like his vocal, the guy's name is Steve Austin. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And the fucking dude's vocals are fucking weird. Like, it's very, I can't describe it, but I just picture, like, a little hop goblin scene. I don't know why, but um, it's very, ah, I don't know. Like I can't, it's hard to, I can't sing, so I can't impersonate it, but um, they have very unique. I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that know who they are. Yeah. yeah. Like, been around I remember, dude, I haven't heard that ever. shit in a long time. Like the name. Oh, uh, Temple of the Morning Star is actually an album that I actually, I actually had back when I had CDs and I sold them like a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, but I used to have, that's actually a CD I owned was the temple of the morning star oh, it's shit. just a pentagram with a bunch of spermies going after it like it's an egg yeah yeah it's a oh yeah cover. that sounds familiar yeah, yeah yeah it's a pretty cool cover it's a, i think their most iconic cover and then um i also had the album in the eyes of god I had, so i had a couple of albums they had several releases though yeah um but yeah that, the, they're cool man they're super blasphemous and fucking <laughs> face disgusting yeah. um really neat uh band um so yeah i've just been just on this weird kick to just listening to as heavy as i can get um, or as fucking weird as I can get. And then there's one uh, album that came out, like I mentioned, that I've I've probably at this point I've almost memorized the way it sounds already because I've listened to it so much. But we'll get to it later because when we get into our must listens, I am gonna speak more to that album at that point. Sure. What about you, man? So checked out the new Amanda Marth. Oh yeah, I came. I haven't heard it. I heard the single. Yeah. I thought that was good. Yeah, this it's solid. Okay. It's uh like not, Berserker because I like Berserker. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's all the. Uh, it's make... a little different though. There's a song called Heidi Hydron Hydron Hydron. <laughs> uh, there's like a weird. It's like it's there's d- different elements. You can hear that. I feel like they're going maybe pandering to a wider audience on this, um, but it still sounds like your your normal amount of doing cleans, is he? No, not necessarily. It <laughs> just sounds there different. Okay. It just sounds different. Fucking train, guys. Sorry, man. Here comes chugga chugga. Yeah. I'm gonna hear it right now in a minute because I live in uh, Socorro, so yeah. it passes through here. So usually, if it's quiet enough, I'll hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fuck I think it's way over here in a minute. I, yeah, and uh, so yeah, I've been checking out the new Amana Marth. Not bad. Been listening to a lot of Fate's Warning. Oh, cool. Um, the album specifically uh, Inside Out, which I'm guessing Inside Out Records got their name from. Uh, but that's okay. Oh well, yeah, that's yeah, that's right. They're a prog label. That makes sense. Yeah, they came out '94, so I don't know when Inside Out actually actually came out. So late, I, at least late '90s, because that's when they started doing like but, Devin yeah. shit and right late '90s. Yeah. Um, definitely been listening to. Uh, well, let me see. I don't want to give too much away here. Let me see. Yeah, <laughs> so no, yeah. Up later. Well, there's one band that I had, I was gonna put on our list. I decided to take them off and put another band. So I'll talk about that band that I've been listening to, which is a uh, Mythotin. 
and uh the album is called in the sign of the ravens and for some people who are like hardcore into viking folk metal this is perfect for you the ones that are um hardcore into like the you know when one band forms and they break up and they make another band Mythotin broke up and then eventually they formed falconer so for some people who are wondering um what they sounded like before they were pretty black metal folk uh folky black metal before and then i've been listening to a shitload of zz top dude <laughs> <laughs> wow okay a shitload of some ZZ classic top. rock huh yeah well they're nice. fucking chunky dude yeah they're hard rock you know what i mean like they're yeah. chunky and if you look at that album afterburner that's a fucking badass album cover dude some good shit on here <clears throat> what else there has not been a lot of good releases lately um but it's all good and, and, and again the typical i always have my classic rock playlists and different playlists like that so i think the the genesis of this uh, i guess we could call it that right uh of this episode was because you had shared a article about an anti-poser app basically <laughs> right yeah yeah <laughs> so what was this for ticket sales huh right so the gist of it is i'm not going to say the name of the app or anything because fuck them uh the gist of it is essentially that in order so it's a ticket app like you know StubHub or whatever and where people can sell tickets to each other right for events and so the cav the caveat here the rub here is in order to qualify to buy tickets for the event that you're, you're interested in the fucking app actually quizzes you <laughs> on general you know questions about the artist in, that you're looking up or that you're looking to right. buy uh, tickets for it literally quizzes you on how much you know about that artist i don't know about how deep the cuts are right but it does quiz you and you have to pass the quiz in order to be allowed to buy these uh yeah that's fuck, it's, it's literally the, an app version of the of that one asshole name at every show bands. saying yeah name three bands. yeah <laughs> name three songs yeah, that, that, aren't, that aren't that aren't on the radio. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It's it's like it's like an app version of that <laughs> douchebag. And we all know that guy. If they <laughs> could modify this and change it so that I mean, because I think it would help because the, the idea was to prevent bots from buying and reselling. Okay. I I, I could definitely respect that part. Definitely. So if it's gonna help, then okay then that's cool you know what i mean yeah but if they have they need to change it they need to fix it modify it and, and fuck with it and, until they get that right yeah because um, like you got guys yeah. like me who I'm, I'm terrible terrible with names and that's to say i don't know any song names i do yeah i mean there's certain bands that i've listened to for decades and of course i know a lot of their songs but there are also some that i listen to in passing like i don't fucking know what called i just liked it yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean um I, so i'm I, exactly the same way dude yeah, yeah dude so you know if you're gonna ask me fucking what's the third song on the third album from fucking flesh god apocalypse i can't answer that question i don't know i have to look it up all i know it's it's number three <laughs> that's all i know <laughs> it's number three because you said it was it's that one <laughs> trick question there is yeah no skip to number four i know right okay <laughs> i guess i um, can't go see them fuck me <laughs> have to spend my money elsewhere well i um, mean if i guess if they could fix it then it would be great um but it's crazy that how how did people fucking do it in the 70s and 80s right they just had to go to the box office 
and, and just buy them there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or you buy them at the, you either buy them early or, you know, what we used to do. I'm sure you remember. Is we go to all that music. Venue. Oh, that's right. Or, no, we'd go to all that music. Mm-hmm. Go to all that music. They, they, they would sell them cheaper there. Those of you that, of course, that are not in El Paso. Uh, all that music is just a record store, the right. music store that we have here. Uh, they sell records, CDs, that kind of thing. And they also sold concert tickets. And generally speaking, for any metal concert within this area, we would go to all that music, buy the tickets there. Or you buy them at the door, but they're usually like 10 bucks more. Or something. Right. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Uh, that's I think that's, that's fine. how we did it back then. That's how we did it back then. Yeah. And then you go in there and you end up buying like five CDs on your way out too. Like, oh, fuck. I just spent like yeah. 60 bucks. I didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they have good stuff now. They have cool flags and. Uh, yeah, they. Yeah. I mean, they pivoted. You know, they're like, well, no one's buying music as much as they used to, but people yeah. still like T-shirts. People still <laughs> like memorabilia. People still like having shit on their walls. Well, dude, the hipsters drove up the uh, the price on vinyl and on. You know, I know, records, fucking dicks. So. Now it's like forty bucks to get a vinyl. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, buying vinyls. I was all excited, and I'm like, I don't know. I, I yeah, dude. Me too. <laughs> a lot of money, dude. I don't know. And then I'm only gonna. It's mostly just. It's more just for like just to have them the than it is to actually listen to them. <laughs> yeah, because like yeah. if I'm gonna listen to music, I'm just gonna load up, you know, Spotify or I or Apple Tunes. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's oh, you could do is what people do, I guess, collect it just to have it and then just listen to it on the, so you don't actually take it out of the box. You know, that's what I kind of have going on over here. Is I have yeah. them, you know, nicely and on display in here, but right. I don't, yeah, I don't have them. I have a record player, so if I did have a wild hair, I don't want to take him down and listen to him. I could, but again, that's effort. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be funny if we were like hardcore into that, and it's like uh, you go to my house and it's like, hey man, bring all your records that we want to listen to. <laughs> like in the old days, you <laughs> yeah. bring a fucking crate full of records. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's fucking cool, actually. Let's party. Right. Yeah, actually, yeah. sounds like an all right time, man. Yeah, <laughs> to you sit see, in the room, and then the I wouldn't in. skip. You see, you know how I like to like. Skip skip song. I know you're you're terrible. You're you're like, yeah, I'll put on this album and then like three songs in. Ah, let's check this out. All right. <laughs> yeah, I have to I have to keep the, the gears going in a different directions. Yeah, I understand. So. I listen to albums like I listen. Well, I treat albums like movies. Yeah, yeah. You I, 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 I listen to the whole album if I can. Um, I <laughs> I feel songs are placed on an album in a certain order for a reason. Yep. Usually, maybe not always, but metal albums tend to be specific there's some thought behind it yeah when it's Mm -hmm. like uh pop or the record companies do it themselves usually that they'll they'll fucking put like the single at number three usually the The stronger stuff in the front yeah Mm -hmm. it's kind of like uh that's how they do tv shows actually Uh, a lot of sitcoms tend to uh, put the shows that they feel are the funniest or the most engrossing yeah they tend to front load those in the front of the season assuming they're not telling like a canonical story or whatever sure so, yeah they, yeah, they yeah. do that shit a lot they front load a lot of the popular stuff on the front actually you know what hit really big would hit hard with me was uh that prey movie oh yeah you're telling me about that that's actually on my to watch list tonight yeah great um, brother-in-law you- texts me eight in the morning the fucker never texts me dude. you know i'm oscar dude <laughs> yeah, yeah, texts yeah. me eight in the morning or nine i don't know it was early to watch prey <laughs> <laughs> that's all he put <laughs> like, because he knows I like he knows I like this shit too yeah and I'm like uh, it's on my to-do list this replies back you need to watch Prey <laughs> I'm like alright yes and then you too 
you put your post on Facebook. You're like, oh, Prey was badass. Like, all right, yeah. cool. You're cynical yeah. as hell. So yeah, I know. Nice. Super throwback. <laughs> uh, uh, but you know, I liked it because it. Kind it's of uh, a predator going after some Native Americans, right? Yeah. Most of it. That's, That's what I was cool. telling you. Back to the primitive man. It's so fucking, fucking hunters good. versus hunters. I'm down. Yeah. With that. that yeah. sounds cool. Yeah. Fun. And throw back, and then we'll watch uh, watch the first one again with uh, R and D and Carl Weathers and Jesse oh, the dude. Body. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I was I was laughing because um, some band just messaged me out of the blue, and I hate this shit. Like I tell people, like message me if you want me to play your song, your music on on the podcast, yeah. which is no big deal. That's not a big deal. Sure, but fucking talk to me, dude. You know, like say hi, butter me up. There's a person behind you know? the. Yeah. <laughs> Don't just not... like throw the information. And it's like, oh, that's not what they're doing. They're just yeah. sending you like a link, not even an explanation. Like, yeah, hey, man, uh, like the show. Uh, can you play like this that. for us on your show? No, there's like, here's a link. Yeah. Oh, cool. Like, <laughs> fucking say hi. Talk to me. You know, what's your goal? You know, like, tell me, man, what's your. But yeah, that, that just fucking pisses me off. Tell me about your band. Tell me something. Yeah, man. Tell me something. Be, dude. I'm going to be like, hey, some random asshole sent me this. So here it is. You know, like, what, am I, what, exactly. what am I supposed to say? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And low effort, low effort. Um, absolutely. Publicity or whatever the fuck. One other thing that I, I wanted to talk about that was bugging me was I know this isn't a hate episode, by the way. My bad. No, but, no, no. But, but something's so like, grinding no, your ears. Yeah. Normalize doing things alone, right? So, like going to eat or going to concerts, mm-hmm. normalize it. Cause I remember there's still people who are like, oh, why are you going alone or like you know why do you you know i'm like well why can't, why do you have to go with people sorry why do you got to go yeah. with fucking people you know what i mean like that doesn't make any sense to me you're just gonna go eat i don't need to talk to anybody i'm just gonna go get something to eat and that's it my stomach doesn't give a fuck who's there with me you know i you know before i got married and all that shit i i, I used to do that actually one time true story i treated myself to nice dinner at red lobster Mm. just me i've gone to multiple concerts alone um i've gone Fine. to movies alone because yeah, i really too. want to watch the movie and nobody wants to watch it with me post i'm gonna go watch the damn movie yeah and you know what it's not bad it's nice you know you get your own popcorn you got your drink you find yeah, a nice freedom. little spot in the theater by yourself right it's not bad man yeah uh, same thing freedom, with dinner dude. yeah you don't have to worry about impressing anybody you want to fucking eat like a pig cool who cares who you am know, I impressing? You know, the process is like, do you want to eat here? No. Do you want this? No. Do you want that? No. And I'm like, oh. God damn it. Those are all picks that I fucking wanted. I got him. Yeah. And, but let me get to the, and then, then you, you know, ask them, what do they want? They're like, well, I don't know. What do you want? <laughs> so um, I just saw a new headline dude from Blabbermouth. Okay. What's that? Aaron Lewis from uh, Stain. <laughs> that guy performs new song. And it's called, quote, I ain't made in China. I'm as American as it gets. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I will share that to you right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's so lame. What is happening? What happened? I mean, I never liked Stade. What happened to this guy? I just he, sent it to you. <laughs> he got know, fucking Facebook. money or some shit, huh? I don't know what's going on with this dude, man. He's like fucking... Ever since all this shit's been going down, he is so unhinged. Like, what happened? No mames. <laughs> That's a no mames moment right there. Definitely no mames moment, dude. Fucking, Fucking and, and he 
he goes off on fucking crowds, you know. He, he does know. Kid. Yes. And I yes. Oh my god. There was that article, it was a while back where he was uh caught on camera like dealing with I guess hecklers or whatever. Right. But he was just having a meltdown and then he storms yeah. off stage with his guitar yeah. like a little kid running home with his ball because he didn't get his way like mm-hmm. That was here in Texas, I think. And I think he was telling them that uh, I think there might have been Hispanic or Mexican or something. And he was telling them shit like because they're too loud or something. <laughs> oh, God. Too loud at the concert. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't, I never uh, thought I'd hear those words. Quiet down. This is a concert. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking weirdo, man. Fucking hell. But there, we have to talk about another injustice. Um something i thought was super important to bring up and i spread the message uh if if some of the listeners weren't aware or they didn't listen into the last episode because or uh two episodes ago i talked about the tennessee devastation what did you say devastation of molestation no tennessee tennessee devastation molestation (laughs) because they're bothering us because basically (laughs) Uh, the Bible thumpers, the holy rollers, as we say, are trying to sabotage this episode, uh, this episode, this festival from happening. So it's called the Tennessee Devastation Metal Festival. And the molesters are trying to sabotage it. It comes out in, uh, I believe, in October in um, Lexington or I forgot where, but it's in it's in Tennessee. Uh, I think Lexington's in Kentucky. So no, but there's a, uh, I think it's Lincoln, Tennessee. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, not Illinois, but it's another one. Um, and they have everything made. Like they have all these cool vendors and food and getting support from other artists uh, to to sponsor the event. Um, like I said, they went through the proper channels to get. Oh, you're right, approved. Lexington, Tennessee. Okay. You're right. And uh, you know, like I said, they're they're getting, they got permission. They did the paperwork. They did everything. They got the city's, you know, right channels. stamp of approval, basically. Yep. Yeah, the right channels. They did the Wayne um, and Gar thing where they went to the exactly to the little uh, office and they gave them that big phone book full of forms. That guy with a fucking weird eye. The weird eye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dot the eyes. Yeah. So they. I love Wayne's World, but yeah, yeah, they did that whole they did that whole bit. You know, they they, they went to the proper yeah. channels. That's yeah. the way to go, man. It just sucks so, that all these people are so fucking extreme, dude. They're extremists that and their comments, my gosh, dude. like like the whole oh, it's called devastation. It almost sounds mm-hmm. like they're planning something, right? And I'm like, oh, it, oh, come off it, dude. Are you having a laugh? Like, what the hell's wrong with you? And then they're all like, we should all get together and see what we can do to stop this thing. I'm right. Like, oh, boy, that doesn't sound good. I mean, what? how do we, How about we just, like, uh, protest church? You know what I mean? Just, let's go outside their church and, and and start protesting and see how they fucking like it, you know? I tell you, man. Like, just leave it's other bizarre. people alone. They're not hurting you. They don't go to your church and make it weird for you. Yeah. You know, you know, like no one's bothering you because no one gives a shit about what you do. And they're not even forcing other people like there's you know? Oh, it's a concert. You go if you want. And that's usually the right. response. Hey, yeah. cool. Just leave us alone that enjoy the music. And exactly you know, dude. carry on doing whatever it is that you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because, yeah, like. What do I, I think I'm sure I've said it before. Like one of the things that bugs me is people that just can't mind their own business is one of the biggest 
the Karens. Triggers, triggers I have. Yes. And like, I'm the kind of person where I get super annoyed if I'm walking down the street or I'm walking around at work or whatever. And someone just stops me. Yeah. I'm like, mm, leave me alone. Or if someone, I have a no, I mean, you've seen it. I have a no solicitor signed by my mm-hmm. doorbell because yeah. I don't want people to come to my house while I'm chilling. And that's what these people are like. They're, yeah. you know, these people are trying to enjoy their concert and they're ringing the doorbell and they're bugging them. And mm-hmm. it's like, leave them alone. You know? Right. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, and I think again, kind of circling back, right. To the whole stranger things thing. Stranger things. Yeah. Right. The satanic panic was something that happened. Yeah. It was real. And you know, yeah. where people were blaming uh, heavy metal for, all this evil they're blaming D and D they were yeah they really were blaming D&D and D&D it's fucking dumb and yeah now i feel like they're trying to do it again they're like right. oh that's right heavy metal's evil we need to right we forgot about that somehow <laughs> that's the 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 bizarre part about the whole thing is then you have movies like metal or metal lords or lords of metal you have movies like the tv show stranger things and other places where they're trying to make metal this cool, like it's awesome. And then and then you have these people who are, I guess, from smaller communities who don't know any better, but it doesn't matter. In this case, ignorance shouldn't be okay. They take the wrong context out of it. Yeah, they do. If anything, Stranger Things is showing that metal is cool and people that exactly. listen to metal are not douchebags. But they're very, very attractive, apparently. <laughs> so... This. Oh boy. <laughs> uh based on uh so louder louder sound, which is uh based off, I guess, Metal Hammer. Mm-hmm. Um thanks to Stranger Things, Eddie Munson. Uh Stranger Things is Eddie Munson. The internet is thirsting over metalheads like never before, and it's getting weird. Literally, <laughs> the headline from four days ago. Mm-hmm. TikTok users are getting the hots for metalheads. Thanks to Eddie Munson, which, by the way, he looks like a mini Kirk Hammett, by the way, right? Uh, it's I feel like up- he's a nice marriage between Kirk and fucking Dave Mustaine. <laughs> he has the Dave Mustaine mouth. He's got the uh, hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's racking up billions of searches for hot metalheads. Um, <clears throat> I mean... I don't know what 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 to tell pop culture like or like people like normies. Do you like us? Hey, do look you hate no, us? Don't look no further than to your two uh, hosts here, right? Like, <laughs> you want, want some lookers? Here we are. Come get it. Come and get it, ladies. Hey, um, I got I got chubby and beard bearded. I there's someone with a fetish like that. You know what I mean? I found one. Yeah. <laughs> so oh my lord, it's, it's it's hilarious. Um, it is. It's weird. I get it. You know. Uh, girls and, I, and i'm saying girls not women uh girls dark, dark. like they like the the bad boy look if nothing looks more bad boy than a dude in a battle vest wearing a, a dio t-shirt and <laughs> long bushy yet somehow kept yeah no uh, mane of heavy metal hair <laughs> yeah well i mean I, you've seen guys you know like fabian for example Oh, he's they got take, beautiful hair. They take care of their hair. So yeah. His I hair is gorgeous. Yeah. I hate it. I hate his hair. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta work. Yeah. I have to work my ass <laughs> off to get that hair, man. If I want to have nice sleek hair like that, I gotta 
for 30 minutes. Dude, his is like naturally fucking straight, you know? Yeah, he doesn't have to fuck with it. Mine. That's why I'm like, yeah, he's he's got that native blood or something. Yeah, he's got something going on there. Yeah, I got the I got the uh, the Mexican waves, you know. Me too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was major major waves, yeah. God, no shit. But um yeah, I mean, I don't know. What what's your what's your take on this, man? What do you feel? What what does um, it say to you? On the thirsty people? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, don't let it be a fad. Commit, you know. If you're gonna be enamored with uh, this idea of uh, the metal community and what a metal a metalhead is, and the attitude and the uh, um, you know the passion that we exude, <laughs> then stick with it, man. Don't be scared. Check it out. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's interesting. It's a whole other world that maybe you never. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's metal is not something you're usually born with something you're kind of introduced to and you 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 uh you take it as part of yourself i think some people need to just be shown that it's not scary and of course when we get to that part we can show stuff Mm -hmm. that are great to me great gateway bands that all have uh, serve a purpose in 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 that regard you know yeah um, your tastes develop and guess what uh, metal develops with you because there's so oh, yeah. many subgenres mm-hmm. that there's something literally for everyone uh, even people it, that yeah are more traditionally into easy listening sure or yeah. more traditionally into pop music guess what metal has you covered in those respects too mm-hmm. there's ballads you know there's poppy hooks you know it's got all that you just got to know what to look for you got to know what you're looking for but yeah exactly yeah we're going to show you some stuff that it helped shape my tastes to what they are today and, you know, and help me get into broader spectrums little by little. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's basically the, the truth of it, too, is like, um, just be a little open minded and you'll be all right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. Uh, one thing that I wanted to before we get to. Uh, yeah, before we get to that. To the next topic. I mentioned earlier five only five other artists since we're talking about Metallica uh, other five artists only five uh, other artists have sold more tickets uh, concert tickets than Metallica in the last 40 years before I tell you you want to guess as to who they could be unless you already Um, looked it up Uh, no I did look it up I purposely wanted to be ood and odd I can I can I can guess five but I probably can guess a couple Um, yeah Go for it. Beatles? Let's see. The Beatles? Nope. Really? Mm-hmm. They were like a whole thing. Yeah, okay. They, they were only um, around for 10 years, though. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, what about Iron Maiden? No. Wow. Okay, I don't know, man. You're going to have to just tell me. <laughs> I figured because okay. Iron Maiden is insanely popular and they've been sure. around longer. So I thought just by the length of their career, they sold more. So we're going to go based off the amount of money. Okay. Uh, Revenue. Jesus, that's a lot. All right. <laughs> so, so we're going to start with the first one up. So it's Elton John. Oh, okay. Uh, it looks like I can it's see that. Like, it looks like 1.2 billion. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Saturday Frank's night is all right. Yeah. Damn. No shit. I'm still standing. Um, <laughs> 
Bruce Springsteen and the East Street Band. Oh wow! Uh, okay, one that point, never would have come to mind. I could see Elton John, but that one's that one's surprising. Bruce yeah. Springsteen. Okay. <clears throat> oh well, Metallica had one point two, Elton John had one point seven. Oh, but concert tickets still 20, ah. 20. Yeah. So it's Bruce Springsteen and then it's the Rolling Stones. Okay. I can see that one. 22 million. Uh, Jesus. Uh, Dave Matthews band. 23. Really? Yeah. That's what I'm talking oh, about. God damn stoners. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the number one though was YouTube. Again, I could fucking see that. Yeah. Fucking Bono, I dude. See. Yeah. I the only see. person that the only people that the only people that love Bono more than the people is Bono, but yeah, yeah, that's cool. Okay, yeah, I don't hate you two. They got some, yeah, that's which, right songs. Which, by the way, if you do like Bono and you two, then watch uh, Sing Part Two. There's oh, is he uh, is Bono in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw the first thing because back then my kiddo was into that, but I he doesn't give a shit anymore, dude. Sing, <laughs> I liked it. Part Two is cool, man. The, I is like it? both of them, yeah, they're great. I mean, I think, I like uh, those, you know? yeah, I think. They tried to watch it, but he was like, "That one." Yeah. <laughs> Some of these cartoons provide more adult humor and stuff like that, and they just—they're funny, dude. So yeah, that's fair. Um. So the other day, I was looking. Uh, I remember I mentioned to you, I was looking at. Uh, I was just on Facebook. Somebody put up a a picture of an Alcest album, and I was like. Holy shit, that's already 15 years. And that got, uh, I got an idea of like, well, what else is 15 years old? What other albums are 15 years old? Uh, so let's start with that. Let's start with a little, uh, it, it just goes with that, what you're saying. Time fucking flies, dude. Time is a chill out. Yeah, dude. It's kind of scary because we, we were just talking about this the other day, it seems like, right? So, We'll start with uh, Alcest. So the album is uh, Souvenirs Souvenirs de un otro otro mund, which uh, is mund, yeah. yeah, Memories of Another World. Hold on. They're French. <coughs> there yeah, they're very French. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're very French. They're very French. <laughs> they hang out with Gajira. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. The Black Dahlia Murder with Nocturnal. Ah, oh, man. Which again, I'm still bummed about that one. Yeah, rest in peace. I don't, think, I don't think we haven't talked about it on here, but no. you and I haven't. But yeah. yeah, I think you told me I had heard about it like just a little bit before you told me, and I was like, yeah. "Fucker, dude, that was unbelievable." That's still uh, that's still that one still hurts. That that sucks, and it was suicide, which is even worse. Yeah, and I'm wondering but, what uh, I'm wondering what if they're gonna continue. You know what I mean? Oh, so. Singers are hard to replace, man. But. Oh, I know. And he was a powerhouse, dude. He was. I don't know. There's a great documentary right now, actually. That's uh, it, uh, they pay tribute to him, and it's. Um, I'll, if I can find the name, I'll I'll, I'll share it. But it's mm-hmm. if you could just look up death metal documentary 2022, I think it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might I don't know who I don't know if Decibel had something to do with it, but it's like a two hour long um documentary. About different things or just yeah, like okay. they talk about the music, they talk about the fans, they talk about you know being backstage and, and, and touring and just like really cool, dude. And you got dudes from 
Gatekeeper, from Obituary, uh, from Frozen Soil or Frozen yeah. Soul. Like it's just just a lot of cool stuff. Let me see. Definitely though, but you know, definitely our uh, hearts go out to Trevor and his friends, family, everybody that. Yeah. You know, oh, I found it by the shit. Oh, I got it. It's called uh, <sighs> Between Exaltation and Aggression: An Extreme okay. Death Metal Documentary Film. It's noise dose dosage media, and it's three hours long. Oh shit! Yeah, and it's you know you got dude from uh you know Napalm Death on there. Uh, it's fun. I was having some beers and just watching it, enjoying. Cool. That, that sounds like a good watch. Uh, what's yeah. it on? Uh, to... uh, I found it on YouTube. YouTube, just on YouTube. Okay. If you put literally just put death metal documentary twenty twenty two, it'll through. it'll pop out. It's in black and white, like a cartoon. Sweet. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so on, another cool band was uh dimension zero he who shall not bleed this album was great because they continued with this whole and i believe it was jesper's band after he left in flames he created dimension zero and he uh he made this like really fast uh melodic death metal um really cool band so already 15 um for the for the major melodic death metalers out there, we have Morris Precipinum. I don't know how to say their name, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Liberation equals termination. Uh, recently introduced. I mean, I had heard them, the name, but I never, I thought the name was stupid. So I was like, I'm not going to check them out. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm my, guilty of that. <laughs> my friend, uh, uh, Andrew introduced me to them officially. And we started with that album and it's, fucking killer dude fucking badass yeah uh you want to go with the next one yeah Ooh. okay uh symphony x paradise lost mm-hmm. um arguably their best sure uh, yeah big argument for that is that their last um, album no they've had a few after that they had um iconoclast and oh yeah, 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 yeah. i think one other, another one after that i can't think of it. that'll skip okay um, and then next we got a uh, dream theater with uh, systematic chaos. That's a cool album. Yeah. Um, that's the, uh, it's one of their heavier albums actually. Yeah, it was, it was a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was very, uh, it's up there with um, train of thought, with, mm-hmm. uh, the crunchy guitar riffs and shit. Um, and then we got uh mega death and United abomination. That's a great album. Yes. That album's fucking heavy. Um, yeah. Another great album, fucking machine head. Ooh, black. Yeah. Their oh. best album. What's up, Lemmy? Punk. That's their best album. Oh, yeah, um, by far. Uh, as much as Rob is a pain in the ass with his ego, I think that album, that's the one. I'll, that was the one I'll give him a pass. He can be egotistical about that one. That's a good yeah, one. It's a really good album. <laughs> Which their new stuff sounds really fucking good, too. I don't know if you've heard. Um, I saw some of their little jam sessions they've been doing. They seem all right. Yeah, um, I, they also recently, I think yeah. they, I missed it, but they recently streamed, I think, Converting uh, Red. Or, oh no shit yeah i think uh, they played it like they played the whole album or not burning red uh burn my eyes burn my eyes yeah yeah burning red is that shitty rap one <laughs> um but yeah burn my eyes the their first album i they, they, they think they played it like cover to cover like on stream yeah. or some shit so that's pretty cool um and then last but not least um uh amorphous with silent waters yeah another fucking powerhouse yeah, I think that might be the first one with the new singer mm-hmm. they have, uh, which is he's awesome. Their latest singer right now. Yeah, yeah, he's he's awesome. Mm-hmm. 
It's great. He's got that yeah. good, uh, good uh, clean and dirty vocals going oh, on. Oh, dude. That dude. Amazing to see live, too, man. So fucking, like, like professional. That's right. Dude, you, know? you got to see him with uh, Annika. Yeah. That was yeah. So great. That's fucking cool. That's awesome, man. I mean, well, it's, I mean, it's cool that, you know, it was a great year, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, 2007. It's, it's yeah. also putting in perspective that uh, time is just going. Time waits now. for no man. See what we're, um, what albums came out this. We'll talk about these albums in 15 years that came out this year. <laughs> ah, no shit. Uh. <laughs> Thank you, Marty. In my 50s. Right now, I want to give a shout out to everybody out in Bergen, um, in Norway, and Germany. Fucking. I know. I've been seeing all those fucking posts. Yeah, people, everyone having a great time. Having, yeah. The Beyond fucking the Gates bands. Festival. You have Beyond the Gates. You have the uh the Vakin festival i mean there's just so much happening right now you there's a lot of fucking cool festivals going on in europe <laughs> yeah that would yeah i my goal next year is to try to attend two which i believe we're going to do prog power usa and atlanta that was not too bad to get to and i'm going to see if there's another hell's heroes or the stormbringer stormbringer is in maryland and Hell's Heroes would be in Houston if it's if they do it again. And that one's gonna be awesome because it's a bunch of bands like uh like heavy traditional power metal, you know what I mean? Um so epic I, shit. Like super epic, yeah, dude. Shit like um well they had I think they might have had Candlemas and there's just a lot of really cool bands that they have, you know. And but I don't know, I like Prog Power USA, it just seems to be I think it's like six bands a day. Very intimate. Uh, so, and and when you do like 70K or I'm, I would imagine Vakken too, like there's other, what do you call it? Like, like, hey, should I check out this band or should I go check out this band on this stage? You know, like you have to really time it, you know. But uh, I think we're going to take another break. And then we're going to get into our main topics, which is must- uh, um, albums slash bands that we think you should be listening to and also um, gateway bands for those who are just who just barely got into metal or who think they want to get into it or are not sure nice mm-hmm. so <clears throat> when you created your list were you kind of like damn like this is kind of tough or how did you feel about it for the gateway or must listen? So let's start with our must listens. The must listens. Okay. Sure. Um, kind of hard because I mean, I have hundreds of thousands of songs to mm-hmm. wade through. So uh, it's like, well, which ones I feel are like really fucking cool <laughs> that I, you know, that I'm like, hey, if you haven't, you know, if you're a fan of metal and you haven't heard these, you know, let's, let's get that. Let's rectify that, please. Yeah, um, no, that's a, that's a good point because, um, you know, there's a uh, there's a shit ton of bands out there, and I know one of my friends, uh, Robert Roberto, he uh, he started getting into prog uh, metal, um, just recently. Oh, nice! So awesome. I started I started showing him, you know, oh, Ari- Arion and uh, Subterranean Masquerade stuff that he could that could also challenge him, but one stuff that you normally wouldn't hear 
first, you know, first time around, you know. Um, that's cool. That that's awesome for him. Yeah, he's in for a ride. Holy shit. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Absolutely. Because prog metal on its own is so varied. Um, there's so much. Um, we got death elements if you want it. We got yeah. power elements. I mean, shit. Take your take your pick. There's so yeah. much. That's why I, so much. My, one of my favorite genres, you know, outright, you know. Oh, same. It is my yeah. it is my favorite. It is my favorite genre yeah. because it's so so varied. Love it. Yeah, I guess it it's like our bread and butter. You know what I mean? It really is. It's my yeah. go to uh, for the most part. Um, but yeah, I, I had a, I had a hard time. Not gonna lie. I I, I initially came up with the uh, the initial ba- uh, song right away because I think it's for me. Yeah. It is a for for as far as death metal goes, it is a feel good song for me. I enjoy it. It makes me happy. <laughs> um, it's a definitely a great song to start the the, the commute to work with. Okay. Um, and it it even has you know elements like nerdy elements to it that I don't know. But then coming up with other bands to kind of throw in there, I was having a hard time uh, because okay. it's just so much. And I'm like, so much of this is so good, but how much of it is truly must listen? Well, of course, a lot of it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. it turns out um so so guys the, the the challenge wasn't that i couldn't think of a band the challenge was there's so many and trying to pick the ones that i felt really stood out to, to just um, like narrow it down i'm trying to pick things that i haven't talked about ad nauseum that's um, another thing that i thought about too um because there are some people who just don't like that we talk about anathema or uh-huh. they just don't like that we talk about opeth or Evan you know, Townsend or Devin, yeah, or, yeah or, I get it. You know, and it's cool. We talk about them a lot because we love them, and sure. or we we expect more from them, like Devin. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna go there. Uh, but yeah, like, so yeah, I was just trying to think of things that I hadn't really, you know, spoken to um, before, or, or maybe I mentioned them, but I didn't go into okay. super hard. So the f- the first one mm-hmm. uh, for my must listen. Is the song, um, so it's one of those where like it's hard. I, I don't know really if I'm pronouncing it correctly. I think it's pronounced "har paying" uh, because it's uh, it's spelled. Let's see, let's spell it right here. Um, it's spelled P A R P A I N G. Har pay. Har pay. Okay. I don't know. Spelled weird. Uh, from the band Igor. Gore. Um, Igor with yeah. uh, the, the three R's at the end. Right. So um, <laughs> I, they are a French avant garde death metal band um, where a lot of the songs don't have traditional vocals. A lot of them have maybe ambient vocals, okay. like chanting, and that kind of thing. Yeah. Almost like a Mike Patton kind of thing. Um, but they, uh, there's the, that song in particular, Parpaing. Um, features uh, corpse grinder oh it actually okay. has george fisher on vocals and he fucking sounds badass on it and it's a really fun fucking death metal fucking track and yeah. what's fucking cool about it that i really like is there's this little part in the middle where it gets into it plays the, the main riff that it's been playing but instead of it being on, it being on guitar and whatever they switch it to chip tunes <laughs> like video game music that's awesome and it's they're playing the same riff, but you know, all Nintendo. And of course, you still have fucking George Fisher fucking growling over that. And it's fucking <laughs> cool. I don't know. It's a weird song. It is it sounds really cool. Okay. I almost dubstepy. Almost dubstepy at the end. Yeah. But it's you know, it's, it's fucking 
you know, um, fucking death metal legend, you know, fucking singing on there. So it's really cool. It's a really cool song. Now, 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 again, do not let this song paint a picture. It does not define the whole album. Right. That's good. The, that is this one song. Uh, the other the rest of the album sounds nothing like this. Um, the rest of the album still has a lot of death metal elements, but most of it is instrumental. Okay. Where there's a lot of uh, interesting melodies and shit like that going on. There's some Middle Eastern uh, influences, Ooh. definitely French influences. Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of techno influences, which for some reason I really enjoy that. Um, but yeah, it's a really cool album. Uh, the album awesome. that it's off of, I should probably uh, mention that as well. Um, the album that it's off of is called uh, Spirituality and Distortion. It's their mm-hmm. latest album. It came out, I think, two years ago.
think you might have had it on your top 10 or top 20. I think for that year. I, I think I did have it on there yeah. while we were doing. So that's back when we were very active. Yeah. They're called what again? Uh, the band is called Igor. Igor, not to be mistaken with Igor. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's spelled Igor, like Yes Master Igor, but with three R's at the end. So I G O R R R. This is a little R. something for them, Mel Brooks fans. You know. There you go. <laughs> oh, I love that. The young Frankenstein. Um, yeah, do you want me to say all three of mine? Or do you want to? Do you want to take turns? Uh, let's take turns. All right, go for it. So, this next band, well, this band for me is a band that I think people should listen to. I believe they're going to come up with a new album. Possibly this year, next year. Looks like next year, more like it. Um, if you're into Demu, I would say Demu Burger, then you'll like Old Man's Child. Mm. Um, I think Old Man's Absolutely. Child is a as a band that has evolved so much in their music. Um, I think a little bit of uh, Shagrath and uh, the boys kind of rubbed off. On Galder, because if you listen to the last two albums, there's a little bit of uh, there's more symphonic elements to their albums. But <clears throat> I mean, I would I would recommend starting the usual. I tell everybody the Pagan Prosperity is the a great place to start with them. Um, what uh. What was the first uh, Old Man's Child that you heard? Do you, do you remember at all? Uh, no. Um, Old Man's Child's... I mean, man, I've been listening to them for 20-ish years at least yeah. at this point. Uh, I don't think I started with the first album, honestly. I think I may have started like probably with the 2000s so probably around the time with like revelation 666 mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. in defiance of existence around that era is when i started listening to them and usually when i discover air quotes a band i usually start with what's they're doing now at that time and then i usually go backwards mm, <laughs> i yeah. tend to do that um so i most likely if I've, I'm, a, I'm very much a creature habit most likely i started off with the stuff that was out at that time and, and worked backwards. Work backwards. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, their their first album was Born of the Flickering. Um I started straight on the, the Pagan Prosperity and then <clears throat> Ill-Natured Spiritual Invasion. Great album. I think it's got Mean Gene on drums on that one. Um what else? When they did Revelation 666, uh The Curse of Damnation, such a fucking great album. Um I felt like that was a turning point. Uh, I, they might have discovered who they really were, you know. Uh, and then in defiance of existence, shit, dude, that was just chunky boy. That was a great heavy album. Uh, I didn't really get too much into Vermin or uh, Slaves of the World, but they're still good, al- solid albums. Um, but I bring these guys up because I think it's a great alternative to some people who want black metal. Uh, and they're getting tired of other bands like Emperor. They're getting tired of Demu. They're getting tired of Cradle. Right. This is a great. The mainstays, I guess, right? Sure. The, those. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is a great option uh, for the ones who are uninitiated in the super like black metal sound. I would start with Revelation 666. Yeah. Maybe. I think it's a great. Good I think for start. me, 
uh, mostly because at that time, uh, Black Metal was kind of a slow burn for me. I didn't, I was resistant to it at first. I didn't like it at, that much at first, yeah. but mostly because a lot of the Black Belt that I was exposed to was uh, from my friends and stuff was um, early Black Metal. Yeah. You know, the, the Casio, the Casio recording era. And um, I, I, I like yeah. my music to sound punchy and I just didn't like the way I, I, I like production values. It's just me. <clears throat> Yeah, and yeah. you know, so I and even today I still tend to like. <laughs> I'm probably gonna piss people off. Polished black metal sound versus <laughs> um, overly raw recordings. But yeah, I mean the the time that I like raw recordings, um, and not as polished, but it depends on what the band is. You know, like um, certain melodic death metal bands from the mid '90s, they had this raw sound that I still enjoy more now than bands let's say like insomnium you know i really like the old school sound compared to that like just just listen to the first album from uh from in flames you know yeah it has this that's the tone that i really liked um, it took a lot for me to not put insomnium on my must listen <laughs> that's funny maybe i should have i don't know <laughs> well, there, one way or another, we brought it up. So I mean, that's another. There one it is. People yeah, check out Insomnia. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> um, so my uh, other must listen, uh, Will to Run actually, Unimaginable oh. Zero Summer. Um, that song, holy shit, still yeah. gives me shivers. Yeah. Um, sadly, they haven't really released anything as good as um, Veil of Imagination. Mm-hmm. That album. But that's fine. Uh, even if they never release another thing again, they release that album. That's really good. Um, I like that album a lot. Um, yeah, it was, it's flawless. Yeah. But that opening track just grabs you by the nuts and mm-hmm. doesn't let go. It, it starts off very symphonic and somber, but once it fucking gets pumping on all cylinders, it is so big and massive. Um, we were, I remember at the time, you know, not to bring up Opeth, but we were salty about Opeth. Yes. You know, their yes. album, um, the last album they did in Cognitive Venom, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we we're like, it's good. It's all right. You know? Um, I was like, yeah, but what if this, what if these are the guys that are to take the mantle from Opeth? Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they came around and just changed everything uh, for, for, for me um, at that point that yes. year. And I was listening, I was like, wow. <laughs> it's, um, it's a symphonic Opeth, that's uh, the the best way to describe it. What if Opeth had, uh, uh, yeah, symphonic elements? Yeah. Um, back cleans, when they were still death metal. Cleans and growls. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for people who are like wondering. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's very heavy. Um, mm-hmm. It's got a lot of moments that are not heavy, mm-hmm. but the moments that are heavy are fucking heavy. Um, but yeah. Um, so again, uh, Will to Run, the song is called. Uh, unimagin- unimaginable zero summer it is the first song off of their release uh, album called uh, veil of imagination so right and that was and it's our, epic our, our our album of the year for it was our album of the year, year. 2019 yeah 2019 it was 20 yeah you're right 2019 for all this stupid shit happened um <clears throat> and uh yeah that album's just i mean listen to that song and if it hooks you mm-hmm. just keep going that album's so good <laughs> so then um i'll go next Yes. So this uh, actually, for for um, I guess sake of uh, our lists, 
I'll take two because you have one more, right? Yeah, I, only, I was only I only made a list of three on this okay. one. I did five just because I got carried away, like usual. Yeah, uh, I was trying not to. Yeah, <laughs> I should have if I know. So Sorry. for for the synthwave people out there, people who uh, like some industrial techno, but but have you know a, a splash of metal and heaviness, mm-hmm. I highly recommend Dance with the Dead. Oh yeah, uh, and pretty much anything that they've done, but spe- specifically or specifically, I guess uh, in our case, their new album, man. Driven to Madness, dude, fucking awesome! It's a, it's awesome. it's phenomenal. Yeah, so fucking good, and the songs are so good. I mean, they have they they have John Carpenter on the first one, um, the Sledge Hex, Kiss of the Kiss the of the Creature. Yeah, man, they're it's, they're just it's, it's a just a taste of the eighties, man. It's so cool. Yeah, and and I love it because it has this. I, I remember I tell everybody. The, the only thing that kind of gives me anxiety or, or gives me jitters mm-hmm. was, um, you know, I watch horror movies all the time, but the music that they use in Terminator, for whatever reason, fucking makes me uneasy, you know? Mm-hmm. And his and, and the fact that they shaved his eyebrows, like, what the fuck? That's weird. <laughs> but, like, it just makes, makes me uneasy, right? Um. And so there's elements of, of stuff like that in, in Synthwave that I really enjoy. And it just, I don't know why, it just brings back memories of when I was a kid, you know, I guess. Um, but Dance with the Dead, man. Yeah, check them out if you're if you're kind of want to get into Synthwave and, you know, it's electronic, but it's still heavy. It's still metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not at all heavy on vocals. So don't want to go, don't go in thinking, oh, yeah, they're going to be singing. Yeah, um, but you're gonna enjoy them. We also recommend Meteor. That's the front that really got us into it, because um, I think Meteor and Dance with the Dead are like top bitches. You know? What I mean? Yeah, those are them and uh, Carpenter Brute's pretty cool too. Oh, dude, um, for sure. Yeah, and and but uh, uh Perturber. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was gonna say, um, yeah, uh, fucking Dance with the Dead's fucking dope. Um, yeah. It's just straight up like 80s soundtrack. It's so cool. Yeah. Uh and yeah, you're right. I mean, the fact that I think of but I think of all those, those are those are that is the group that probably has the most metal elements mm-hmm. to go along with the synth wave. Yeah. It's a good one. Uh, Absolutely. And then again mentioning the the whole um, raw melodic metal. Uh, mm-hmm. this band uh mid nineties, uh, Ablaze My Sorrow. Um, even just the name, dude, <laughs> it, it tells you what kind of music you're getting yourself into. Um, <laughs> so the albums that I really, I, I've listened to both of these albums, but the one that I'm just waiting for it to load. Um, there's one album specifically that, that, uh, did it for me. It's called if emotions still burn, um, it's beautiful and it's got this raw element to it, but it's still amazing melodic death metal. Uh, I recommend the whole fucking thing. Nice. Not even just, just put it on. You're going to, it's just so, it's just so good, man. I don't know. I don't know how this went under the radar for so long for me. Uh, I had heard the name before 
but again, right. I, just, I just never really checked them out. That happens a lot, right? You hear yeah. like names mentioned in other articles or on other people's yeah. uh, lists or conversation, and you're like, oh, okay. And then you just kind of, le- you know, you kind of like it goes in one ear out the other. You don't think about it. Yeah. And then finally you try it, like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that happens <laughs> this with is what I've been missing too, out on. Yeah. It does. It really does. So if you're going to check them out, Ablaze My Sorrow, check out If Emotions Still Burn, and also check out The Plague. Um, my the song that i'm gonna put on uh that i want people to listen to uh is uh, will be my last one and i'll I'll share that later okay so what you got next um so my last one which is also what i've been listening to (laughs) a lot lately um i mean almost there was a point where it was almost daily Mm -hmm. playing this album yeah um is uh modern primitive uh by septic flesh Yes. Um, Sweet Mother of McCoy. <laughs> yes. Um, that album is fucking badass with a capital fucking ass. It's yeah. fucking cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what else to say. Um, it's it's an amazing it's an amazing track. It really is um, a good album. Or album. Um, the the track in particular, actually, for me, is the title track. Modern Primitives is really cool. Yes. Um, that's the one that I put on my list as the must listen to. Just the fucking symphonic elements on this album just fucking punch you in the gut and don't let go. Um, there's the, again, there's even little uh, Middle Eastern elements in the album there, here and there, especially with the opening track. Right. Um, Neuromancer is another great song um, that I really recommend. Um, it's such a great album. Um, if you haven't heard the album, again, it's called Modern Primitive by Septic Flesh and you like death metal, do yourself right. a favor. Go listen to that album. Mm-hmm. It's fucking flawless. It's catchy. Mm-hmm. It's got hooks. It's epic. It's fucking brutal. It's got a. It's got a little bit of clean vocals in there. They're they're like sprinkled in like like uh, croutons in a salad. You know, there's not right. too many of them. It's still the gutter. The gutturals are still the the the, the primary uh, yes. method of delivery here. But yeah, y'all, I cannot speak highly enough about this album. And as it stands, it's probably gonna be my album of the year i love it so much yeah i don't see um i can't it has the the check marks like it, it checks it, all the boxes everything yeah and i i don't know i mean then it's not to say and it's very rare that i we have a year a year where we have devin townsend and dream theater releases where i don't like either of them very much right um this year well you know what the the dream theater album's all right it's got some good tracks it's definitely nothing that's amaze you though if you're not a fan of them already right but um yeah um devin townsend's releases this year sucked was it this year or was it was last year joke dude this year right yeah. yeah yeah i think it was this year puzzle and cuddles or whatever yeah. oh fucking terrible um i think we talked yeah. about that last time we here. Yeah. um and then but yeah and then this album comes out and it's fucking i heard you've been disappointed here listen to this shut the fuck up <laughs> you know what i mean um so yeah like, oh, just, thank you metal gods Thank you. Thank you, Septic Flesh, for <laughs> gracing us with this fucking masterpiece of an album. Yeah. Um, can't say enough about it. Can't speak enough about it. Like I mentioned, it was, you know, when you said, what have you been listening to? Well, I've been listening to fucking Septic Flesh is what I've been listening to, but I'll talk about <laughs> some other stuff so I can, you know, save it because I do I do want to say bus listen, take your pick, guys. Anything off this yeah. album. Throw a dart at the sound at the there you go. song list, wherever it lands. Pick that song, you'll love it. Um, but yeah, that's uh, those are my must listens. 
for now. Right on. Okay. So I'm going to connect these two together. So I actually had been listening to a lot of, um, I don't know how to officially say it, but I think they're Melashish. Melashish, remember? Uh, they had this, uh, their Middle Eastern, um, the album is called Emissaries. And I remember we played it and it was like, man, this song makes me want to dance. And it has this weird like black metal sound to it. And I was like remembering, wait a minute, wasn't there a band from India that is huge? And sure enough, there is. And one band that I ultimately want everyone to listen to is called Dynamic Resurrection from Mumbai. And they fucking tear it up, dude. You would absolutely fucking love them. Um, the song that I want people to check out is called The Axe Wielder. Well, it's called Parashurama, The Axe Wielder. It's track number six. Um, and I think you're going to enjoy this shit. Oh, 
So I don't think you've um, I don't think you've heard that the, heard them, right, Gonzo? No, no, I'm I, this is the first I'm hearing about them. So yeah, the name but, of the uh, album is called Dash Avatar. Um, I'm gonna add it now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you, uh, I mean, I tr- I always, I, I've always trusted your fucking recommendations are usually right yeah. up. You, you know, you know what I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I like. So it's it's heavy, it's brutal, it's melodic, it's technical, it's got everything. Nice. Um, and much less, you know, you think about it, it's like, well, wow, it's from fucking India. Yeah, dude, it's from fucking India, man. Good yeah, shit. Man. It's always good to hear shit from overseas. Yeah. I believe, uh, speaking of tech death, I think Psychroptic's coming out with something. They just released it, yeah. Yeah. Or they, and yeah, I heard like a song or two. You know, yeah. it's no surprise. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it There's come. nothing. What else can you say? It's, it's, yeah. I'm sure it's phenomenal. I haven't heard it yet. I need to get, get around to that. Yeah. Too. Um, but you know what? Let's move on to our gateway bands. How many yeah. How many did you uh, put? I, I um, three. I did three as well on this one. Okay. Um, yeah. So cool. We can go uh, one after the other. Sure. All right, cool. So um, I'm going to explain a little bit real quick about my choices uh, before we uh, get into them. Real quick. Uh, yeah. So the choices I picked were bad. So when I started off with music, as I've mentioned on previous episodes, that those of you that have heard, like I started off on real cookie cutter, mainstream heavy metal, you know, Metallica, Korn, a lot of new metal. Because that's what that's what was popping when I was in middle school, high school. <laughs> you know, I was I was in I was in uh, I was an adolescent. I was an angsty adolescent while that shit was popular so naturally hey it was was, what was around me so i you know i got into it but you know hey i was technically listening to metal it was still considered a subsect of metal you know and as you all know now i listen to shit just about a little bit of everything right um but these bands the bands that i listed here these songs that these bands that i listened here um in particular are to they help me develop and get it almost level up <laughs> in terms of musical uh, tastes and tolerances. <laughs> um, so first things first, back in the, back in the nineties, towards the end of the nineties, a little band called fear factory mm-hmm. uh, released a little album called obsolete, <laughs> um, which to date, I believe is their best selling record. And so this came out in 1998 in the midst of, Corn, uh, Follow the Leader, Limp Bizkit on their uh, other album they did. Uh, Deftones, I think, uh, were still, uh, they still had released The White Pony. So it was, you know, it was an interesting time for new metal. Mm-hmm. A lot of yeah. bands were, you know, either on their first release or their sophomore release. And so Fear Factory, this being their technically their third mainstream Roadrun release, uh, came out with Obsolete. The song in particular that really hooked me at the time, because again, back then, I wasn't really into heavy lyrics or heavy vocals. I was more into screams with clean vocals you know that kind of thing yeah and fear factory at the time you know were one of the best examples of that marriage of clean and uh, uh heavy vocals uh edge crusher oh hell yeah the song was that song was is really catchy mm-hmm. that was is is really catchy and i remember when i first heard it it's just a song you just can't help but bop your head to it's, it's fun right. um and it has new metal elements in there. It's got the little turntables going off in the middle there. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, so at the time, it was the right amount of groove metal that I yeah. needed to kind of be like, huh, okay. Right. Okay. You got my attention. Um, you know, so I heard Edge Crusher, which was the, I believe it was one of the singles off that album as well. 
and I heard Edge Crusher uh, from a friend um, that I that I had uh, in high school, and eventually that kind of was a gateway. I was like, "Well, let me hear the rest of this." <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I heard Fear Factory, and then I started hearing other Fear Factory albums, and then I started looking at other bands that Fear Factory associated themselves with, such as, um, you know, uh, Napalm Death and Brujeria. Yeah, and all this. And I was like, okay. Hmm. Started looking at the bigger picture. So that's that was a gateway for me. It was, you know, it edged me into more of the uh, extreme metal. Not, right. not quite super extreme, but we're getting there. So that was my first one. Um, okay. Did you want to take turns? Uh, sure. Go for it. All right. So kind of the same thing with me. I took a different, uh, I sort of a similar approach, but I took more of like a uh, the, the idea of it's like what's logical for these guys to kind of yeah okay get them get them, get them into this style of music mm. they all represent something different uh my first band would be in flames i think it's a great band for people to kind of listen to uh you have both ends of the spectrum you have cleans you have a growl Old choice cotton yeah thanks um <laughs> uh, and again time we got a fucking timer restriction again uh, so maybe we'll go all at once. Go for it. That'd be better, no? Yeah. You want okay. me to just, you want to do your last two? You want me to? Yeah, I'll, I'll finish up. Go ahead and finish up and uh, I'll do my last two. Sure. Yeah, the, basically, uh, I chose Inflames because there's a lot of different elements to them that I think could appeal to people who are barely getting into metal. I can uh, see that. Yeah. Did you have an album in general in mind or just the band in general? Um. I I feel like I mean I'm always gonna go to Colony, okay. But That's I think uh, shit, what's the next one after that? What is it? The the one with Pinball Map? Oh, um, um, fuck, Jester. No, oh, that's before. That's yeah. Clayman. Clayman. Thank you. <laughs> so not, yeah, not the re-recording of Clayman, but the original Clayman. Uh, yeah, I think it might be a solid start. And then they could work their way forward or backward, which works either way. You know, be Horacle, Jester Race, and yes. Strain, and all those. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the next band I think that would be great is to kind of get them into the heavier elements, but bring them in to not scare anyone away. I would say a band like Nightwish is. Huh. I have something uh, similar. Yeah. Yeah. So a band like Nightwish, you have a female operatic singer. Uh, right now it's Floor Jensen, uh, amazing singer, <laughs> really great. She is symphonic, uh, but they're also heavy. They're chunky and they bring a lot of good elements that might get them into other elements, other genres of metal. Yeah. That I think is great. Fucking A. Uh, my last band, because uh, as you know, Marvel has been huge lately. Yeah. And they've been sucking some uh, Norris. Uh, penis lately, Norris mythology <laughs> with Thor, <laughs> with Thor, and yeah. <laughs> since the start of the Avengers, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna highly recommend I'm on a Marth. Nice, okay, because I feel like this is a great start for one death metal, and two, if you really love Viking mythology and uh, the whole Norris mythology, and you like watching the shows, Vikings, um, and you like beer, I think. Monomarth yep. is a perfect match. Um, so that's a great choice. Uh, yeah, the melodies and everything, exactly uh, very. It's heavy as hell, but it's still accessible. That's a great right. choice because it's not brutal. It's not like it's not a, heavy, a wall you know? of noise, right? 
there's melody there's right. there's there's rhythms there's you can mm-hmm. discern what's going on that, that's right. that's actually a really well-educated choice i like that. yeah and i i had the bonus as pantera because it's pantera oh, that's what i was gonna say that's one of mine so i'll okay. jump right into that so yeah go for it yeah 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 i was gonna say pantera more specifically cowboys from hell same um i think you need to work your way up to uh far beyond driven uh, great southern yes but i think um and uh, even vocal display of power but like i think pantera cowboys from hell that album is such a fun party album it's a great mm-hmm. album to to play at a barbecue in the backyard with friends it's a great album to Set just drink it. with it's it's fun it's a fun yeah. album uh the opening track just immediately if uh, you're looking for something that's uh kind of you know power metal with that southern twang is <laughs> yeah the, it gets its hooks into you right away it's really cool um so pantera i think is especially with them kind of back in the news with everything going on i think they're a great band if you haven't tried them um right. you're kind of curious about listening to some heavy metal check out cowboys from hell see how you like it um and then maybe jump into vulgar display which is a happy medium between um where they started and where they ended up yeah i think so and yeah. um you know they're awesome uh you can't say enough good about pantera Classic right. band. last one is on the power metal side of things. I, I think power metal is a great genre to get people, especially people who think, ah, oh, it's too loud. Oh, I can't understand them. Oh, yes. it's just noise. I think power metal is a great way to tell people to say, hey, shut the fuck up and listen. Yeah. Um, and I, I chose this band in particular because not only does my wife love this band, my mom likes this band. <laughs> I think I know who um, going with. Uh, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, had a, you had a feeling, right? Yeah. Uh, Camelot, um, specifically uh, uh, the album uh, Epic. Yep. Uh, uh, with the opening track Forever and all that. Mm-hmm. I think um, that album has enough heavy metal in it and enough ballads in it that it can make. It's a nice, it's almost like the musical version of dipping your toe into the pool to check the water. It's right. It's got like those real bombastic double bass speed picking moments and it also has pian- uh, piano and uh, you know heartfelt somber lyrics and um, songs about loss and love and all that good stuff so it's got all those staples that I think a listener could an average listener can really just sink their teeth into right and the vocals are fucking awesome uh, is that right con yeah and uh, well and that um, he's no longer with the band but yeah right it's uh, and uh... Tommy the guy that, I, I don't know what yeah. the dude is now, but he sounds remarkably like him. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, he's an Arian. He's he's played in. Uh, it's Tommy Karavik, or I, I have no idea. Yeah, I think it's Tommy. Kar- I don't know. Yeah, I'll try. I'll trust you. Yeah, I'll trust you on that one. Uh, but yeah, uh, Camelot, uh, great, uh, great band. So specifically, the album uh, Epic. Um, check it out, or not Epic. I'm sorry. I was gonna uh, Karma saying karma yeah yeah i was thinking i think my brain was going towards the band epica for some reason um well, i think Car- simone simmons might have yeah. sang on there for a bit yeah yeah uh karma is the name of the album i'm so mm-hmm. sorry guys <laughs> rewind uh karma is the name of the album um that I, I think is a great introduction to power metal and heavy metal in general and right. you can go from there and in fact i know a lot of people that started with power metal and they started getting into more heavier stuff as they went so it's a great way to get into that stuff. Yeah. I think right now, because the uh, the new release of the the rings, or what is it called on uh, Amazon? The Lord of the Rings. The Rings uh, of Power. The Rings of Power. Uh-huh. Uh, if you're into 
Tolkien, uh, Black Guardian is wonderful. Yes, uh, wonderful power metal. Their their whole shtick is singing about fucking Middle Earth and shit. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Cool. I love it. I mean, I love it. It's just it's great. There's a there's mm-hmm. quite a few bands that do that, so it's cool. Man. Yeah, many, so I mean, we could probably make an episode of just this topic and nothing else, but yeah, there's uh, those are just a couple to help y'all out there that are curious or you have friends in your life or family in your life that are curious right. try out these bands and see if these are some bands that you, th- uh, that you think might help those possibly people on the fence come on over to the dark side right <laughs> yeah and and to see that uh you know it's not that scary man you're, you'll, you'll be fine it's a lot of fun yeah a lot I of mean, fun on this side of the of the fence think of it as like if you're watching scary movies and they're not gonna like possess you or anything like that <laughs> no not if you're watching scary movies already <laughs> and it's like oh it's not the devil's movies you know what i mean no one ever says that oh that's devil movies like what the fuck is that what does that mean no <laughs> you know he did he didn't go into fucking the studio and work with paramount to make a fucking devil movie these h and dts have better things to do than worry yeah, about yeah they- <laughs> <laughs> yeah they have a- bigger things to worry about <laughs> bigger things to worry about like fucking uh, people yeah. fucking their cousins or something yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> do you hear about that um real quick before we wrap up the patch yeah. uh, there was a glitch in the sims where you yeah. could fuck your you could fuck your family members oh my god no, they had a, the uh they had the patch <laughs> i was like a week ago <laughs> so they took, oh. it's like oh man they took the incest out of the sims what are oh thinking? my god fucking That's terrible oh man. Uh, anyways but Hopefully everybody enjoyed this. We have more coming pretty soon. Oh yeah. So stick around for that. Dude, thank you so much for being here, man. Oh no, it's fun. Uh I'll definitely do it again soon. Yeah. Orale. So with that being said, buy the ticket. Take the ride. Peace. Peace.